0: Hello and welcome to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. I'm Susanna Kennedy and I'm going to be with you from now until 2 p.m. today. Two weeks ago when I was in Johannesburg, I had the absolute pleasure of going to an extraordinary dining experience. It's called Dinner Time Stories and they've got this little petite chef that climbs onto your menu, which is a book, and takes you on a worldwide adventure. Now, for you, you, for those of you listening, you know I'm a baby dinosaur, you know I love to eat, and I love different food. You also know that I'm a vegetarian, and so I was delighted when I told the chefs that I was a vegetarian, And I was able to have meal after meal after delectable, delicious meal that was catering to a vegetarian, plus the entire experience. I've been looking for an experience like this for a long time, so it was really exciting to find an experience like this in South Africa. It combines theater, it combines projection, it combines food, it combines wine, it just comb- combines all these beautiful elements that make oh, an evening so absolutely delightful. So I've invited Paul to come and join me today on Two Oceans Vibe Radio to tell us a little bit more about Dinner Time stories, his involvement in it, and how you can also win two tickets to go and have this experience yourselves. So without further ado, Paul, welcome to Two Oceans Vibe. How are you doing today?
1: Hi Susanna, thank you very, very much for hosting me. This is very exciting to be here
0: with you. It's absolutely exciting to have you here. Um, Tell us a little bit about how you discovered dinner time stories and your involvement in it.
1: So, Susanna, very excitingly, I was copied in on a blog from the American Event Company that actually had gone through to see Dinner time Stories when it launched in Nashville in Tennessee in the U.S., and literally within 24 hours of receiving that blog, I had started the research as to how I could bring the concept into South Africa, and literally within a week of that, uh, the contract was signed and sealed, and now we are here.
0: Amazing, amazing! And when was that? You move quickly, Paul. I like it. We moved
1: quickly because we knew it was a hot item to get, <laughs> but it did
0: take us a while to
1: actually perfect it. Um, so, from the signing of the contract through to the twenty seventh of March uh, this year, it took about eight months to get everything sorted. Sure. Um, and now my involvement is obviously franchisee and franchise owner for Southern Africa. So it is a concept that we can take around, not only South Africa, but obviously into our neighboring countries and Mauritius as well, which is very, very exciting.
0: So exciting. It really, really is. Can you give us a little bit of insight as to how Dinner Time Stories came about? Because it's got so many incredible elements. Who came up with this concept?
1: So the phenomenal artists, Flip and Antoon, who are two Belgium, um, Drawers or animators, if you like, they used to draw anatomy diagrams at the university for the University of Leuven, which is much like Stellenbosch, it's a university city in Belgium, and the two of them became friendly, obviously, as they were drawing these diagrams and ultimately a bit bored, I think, with what they were doing. So they decided to create the little chef, Le Petit Chef, as we call him, our little guy, as we like to know. (laughs) him. And uh, they decided to animate this little guy. And they realized that in actual fact that they weren't going to do anything phenomenal by just animating him unless they came up with a unique concept. And the unique concept was obviously to project him onto a tabletop as opposed to the normal projection on screen
0: amazing and so that that was something that was incredible to me we, you arrive and you get this beautiful book uh, and uh, sorry, sorry. I, I lost you there for a second so they decided to they decided to animate this beautiful little La petite chef your little guy and then
1: yeah. and they placed him onto a tabletop and from there they placed the projection onto youtube and within a three-month period, they had over 10 million hits. So Just realizing that they had an item that was hot stuff, they obviously created some more animation. Um, Nadine Bashir, who is actually the show producer of Dinner Time Stories, she must have stumbled across Philip and Antune and been one of those 10 million viewers. And she obviously um, made contact with them and contracted them to come up with the story, which is the footsteps of Marco Polo the dinner time stories production where it takes you on this journey of the silk route and the spice route in the actual uh, footsteps of Marco Polo. And um, she then obviously put the show together and I was lucky enough, as I said, to, to stumble across the whole, the whole storyline and the whole situation and bring it into South Africa.
0: Amazing! It really was an exceptional experience. Um, when I arrived, I was greeted with some bubbly, which is always a good idea for me. And um, and then we were taken through to a room. And it's quite a technical setup that you guys have got going on there. I'm sure that many people have tried to copy it. Um, but it it really is a very technical setup because each person gets a beautiful book, and inside the book is um, Plain white paper. And I say plain white in inverted commas because I have a feeling that the actual paper is very special paper that um, enhances the projections that you guys are using. Am I right?
1: Lost you there for a moment. I got as far as plain white inverted commas.
0: Oh, I was saying that um, it's, it's plain white paper in inverted commas, but I have a feeling that the paper is actually not paper, that it's a very specialised um, paper that's, that enhances the projections or makes the projections that much better. Am I right?
1: You know what, Susanna, we don't reveal all of the secrets behind <laughs> the the and behind the production. Um, but yes, there are some very... Very um, technical aspects to the production which enhance the the projection allow for the 3D mapping and the augmented reality to combine to give the experience or the person that 's having the experience that um, misunderstanding of what 's real and what 's not yeah. uh, so that they do have a full 3D experience in front of them
0: and let 's chat about um, because one of the things that I think makes this such a unique experience is you you um, you are uh What is the right word? You are appealing to all the senses. You are playing with all the senses. So you come in and there's the visual sense and you have this wonderful visual journey of La Petite Chef and doing Marco Polo's in the footsteps of Marco Polo. And you watch this little guy, as you guys so fondly call him, and he is so cute, guys. He's this little French man and he is fantastic. He is lovable and so cute and he makes friends with this little bird and it's just so beautiful and um, and they take you to all these different countries so you're having this visual feast and um, and at the same time you are pairing it with really good wines um, I was about to go on air straight after so I wasn't allowed to drink all the wine that I wanted to because it was that good but you've paired it with um, with each meal is paired with a really fantastic wine and um, and then the food in itself I mean For you listeners out there, literally little wonderful caskets, little um, beautiful treasure chests arrived and you opened them and there was something delicious inside. And it felt like to me, and maybe I'm wrong, but it felt like I was having an entire meal, a starter, a main course, and a dessert in every course, in every country that I kind of arrived at. Is that on purpose?
1: So, Susanna, yes, it's a completely immersive dining experience. We try to hit every single one of the senses, so you're 100% accurate in the visual stimulation being the primary sense that we are stimulating. But obviously, to bring in the tactile as well as the sense, as well as the the audio, um, we have produced a show that is completely um, immersive in every way and stimulates all parts of of your sense. The idea is that we advertise it as a 3D show, but in actual fact, we could even go as far as say it's a 4D show. I
0: absolutely agree. Because even the props, I mean, the little props, those little touches, you know, that you guys have brought in make it so fantastic. And then the waiters come out and they are dressed. In lovely headrests and things like that and they come out and that's another element and there's the sound and there's all these different elements you
1: really have thought this through very very well yeah it's very definitely a production as opposed to just a straightforward meal um, which is plated in a creative way um, so yeah it's been fun to put it all together um, all of the props are 100% authentic brought in from the land that we visit during the show. So for example, when you do have the Arabian course, exactly what the food is plated up in is exactly what you would find in a souk if you had to visit one of the Arabian countries. Mm-hmm. So it gives South Africans a phenomenal opportunity whereby they can travel the world, possibly uh, to destinations that they couldn't ordinarily afford to go and they can have an authentic experience from that destination not only with the, with the taste and the touch, um, but with the sound as well as the smells as well. So you would have noticed, for example, in India, that we very carefully chosen a scent that is released to enhance the flavors of the food. Um, so incense is lit during the Indian course, mm-hmm. etc. cetera. just to even create a little bit more of um, authenticity around the experience. The waiters do dress their headgear According to the country that we're in, which creates quite a quite a lot of excitement—not only yeah. the guests, but the waiters love it. the world
0: I'm sure the waiters must love it because you know, in a restaurant, it's always the same every night, and to be actually a part of the um the experience in a really real way, where people celebrate you and are excited and um, it's just really, really fantastic. I think it's phenomenal. Now, there's lots of different things that you do. You, you are currently in Johannesburg um, in Morningside doing the dinner time stories and you're going to be there for how long still?
1: So, Susanna, we've just released our bookings for the month of August. Um, Le Petit Chef never 100%... Uh, reveals his travel plans and his next destination. However, he has indicated that. that he would love to see the mother city. Obviously, he knows that they're very, very good hosts and that they would love to host him. We're obviously going to look at traveling around the country in terms of Natal uh, and other destinations as well. As, far as they said, um, Sorry, I lost so you for a second, as long as the, um, I said you as long know. as, we'll backtrack to um, his stay in Santon. It looks like he will be staying in Santon for as long as he feels the love, and at the <laughs> moment the love is pretty strong. So, without, without revealing too much, um, obviously uh, he's enjoying his stay at the Quatermain and he hasn't got any immediate plans to pack up his bags just yet.
0: Amazing. Well he definitely is feeling the love because I um I went online to get some Um, tickets get some friends of mine to go and um, it is very booked up so for those of you listening if you want to go and experience La Petite Chef which you definitely do you need to jump on now and plan ahead because this little guy is in high 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 demand and rightly so it really was a wonderful wonderful dining experience now I know that you're doing um, La Petite Chef for the Public in the footsteps of Marco Polo, but you also can do corporate functions as well.
1: Yeah, so besides having the venue at the Quarterman um, Hotel in Santa in the Morningside, which seats 52 guests, which we can obviously um, hire out for corporate eventing, we've got another phenomenal option. And this option can be taken countrywide for as many people as the client can afford. Um, literally, we need a pre-day setup in order to make sure that the technical is in place. And we can then serve as many people as you need to serve with four Le Petit Chef projections. projection sure. so projections involve our little man. He's phenomenal. He jumps out onto a specialized plate that we bring in. Um, we serve eight, a minimum of eight people, because the projection and the table mapping is mapped to a table that seats eight, and then, I say, as I say, as many people as you, as you can afford. But basically, we, he serves, he prepares the food, which is a four-course meal. It starts with a bouillabaisse based soup. Um, it goes into a lobster or seafood preparation. It then goes into a meat and very basic vegetable preparation, and then finally, into a chocolate Sunday preparation. All of those projections are freely available to watch on YouTube. They are the very first ones that Philip and tuna actually produced. They're the ones that have got the 10 million um, hits in terms of viewership. Ah, great. And we, I own the franchise for those as well. So it means that we can take them into any part of South Africa or surrounding countries as an event um, deliverable.
0: Amazing. That's fantastic. And and um, d- did you say, did I maybe not hear it, but how many people for events is the maximum? And what is the so,
1: minimum? We can do a minimum of eight because you obviously have the, the projection and the tabletop mapping done for a table of eight. Um, and then the, the, the maximum number, as many as you can afford to have. The only real requirement is that we need a minimum roof height of five meters in order to get technical installed and to get it accurate, accurately uh, projected onto the tables. But other than that, as many people as you like and in any any uh, destination of South Africa or surrounding countries.
0: Amazing. Now, one of the things that I also loved is that you are so open to everybody sharing on Instagram, on social media. And I love this because I come from that mindset. We live in a world of abundance. And actually, the more we share, the more excitement is attracted to something. So a lot of events, a lot of shows, um, theater shows, they have no cameras, no phones, you know. But for you guys, you guys say, bring the phones, bring the cameras, share the excitement. And I think it's such a good idea because the reality is nobody who's watching my Instagram or my Facebook is going to get a true experience. The only true experience that they're gonna get is if they actually go out, buy the tickets, and go and enjoy a wonderful dinner experience with you. But what they will do is get all these glimpses that make them excited, that make them want to be a part of everything. Have you found this, because you guys are sold out all the time, have you found this has been the key to an excellent marketing strategy?
1: Well, Susanna, it's a good question that you've raised there. You know, when I went overseas to meet Philip and Antuna, I had a long list. It must have been about eight pages of questions for them. And my very, very first question on the top of that long list was, Why do they allow so much coverage of the show on the various social media platforms, um, Instagrams, the YouTubes, etc.? Because this is an Instagram lover's absolute dream. Mm. Um, And (laughs) the very first thing thing that they both said to me is that is a question that has been asked by someone who has not seen the production. Mm. And they were so right because after I had seen the production, I understood completely. It doesn't matter how much footage you captured so, uh, there's uh, no way that um, experience. Oh. Sorry, we've
0: lost Paul for a second there, but I think what he was saying was just while we get him back, it doesn't matter how many footage you ca- how much footage you capture as an individual, it will not replace the experience. Is that right, Paul?
1: Oh, Paul, come back, come back. Sorry, Susanna, I I lost you again.
0: (laughs) No, it's okay. I was just saying that um, we lost you there where you were saying no matter how much footage you get, it will never repeat the experience.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. It doesn't matter how how much of this you try to photograph or capture, it's not the same as having the actual experience. Um, However, because it's so visually appealing and because it's so different, um, yes, very definitely to answer your question. It's one of the things that seriously does help in in getting the numbers in terms of the sales for the event to increase. So it's very definitely a marketing strategy to show a little glimpse of the show without spoiling it too much.
0: I think that this truly is a 5D experience because you are, Really touching all of your senses. I mean, sight, sound, hearing, taste, and emotion are all involved in this experience. It really is the type of thing that you walk in and you are catered to in a delicious way, guys, not like just a little bit. Every sense is really catered to in a delicious way. Your sight is going to be just so excited about this little petit chef and these beautiful images I mean your whole table at one stage the entire table turned into an ocean and there were waves all over and it was so happy with dolphins and whales and it was just so beautiful and then it's a sky and then it's a desert and it's just like this visual absolute feast then the food comes and your taste, you just drool, guys. Your mouth gets depressed every time you swallow because it's so delicious. You don't want that bite to end. And the wine. And then um, listening to the sounds, the beautiful sounds of the different places that you go to. They've really put that together so brilliantly. Then um, that's so taste, sound, sight, um, hearing. And what have I missed, Paul? Touch and smell Oh, smell, the smells of the food, the incense that is burned, you know, all of those things that definitely like just come in and it's, they're so lovely and subtle and yet they are so powerful and bring you right into the present, into that country. I've traveled to a lot of the places that, um, that La Petite Chef took me to and it took me straight back there. And I think for people who haven't been to these places it will give them that beautiful glimpse like you said and then plus then the waiters which were so friendly and so oh just welcoming and fantastic and you just feel happy i made friends with everybody at my table i think there were were there about 10 or 12 of us at the table
1: 12 of you seated at one table
0: and I made friends with everybody at the table. I was like, hi, I'm Susanna, and chatted to everybody. And um, and it was so great. I had such a lovely, lovely evening. So thank you so much for inviting me. It was really a wonderful experience.
1: Susanna, I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. And I think um, it would be a miss after everything that you've said about the amazing food, not to mention the real man behind the, the menu. Yeah who is our executive chef, and he really has done a phenomenal job in terms of interpreting the ingredients and the instructions that we give from, um, from dinner time stories point of view. He's the one that actually came up with the, the final menus, put them together, and has created something which is completely, completely novel and unique in terms of the delivery to the taste. But um, just for an example, on the, on the um, Indian plate. It literally starts off with a very, very mild um, curry and a very mild spice dish. And the way he's designed the plate, if you eat it in the order of the uh, the props, which we do inform the guest of, your plate slowly heats up as you're eating until you eat it. an unbelievably strong um, spiced curry, which is just phenomenal. You want to... Keep
0: it is phenomenal. As, as Paul said, it literally, if you follow the order that he's created, you literally do start with something quite mild, and um, then it gets a little bit warmer, and then a little bit warmer, and then it is hot, but not so hot that you cry, guys. It will be You'll be able to eat it, but it is hot. For you chili lovers, he does take you there.
1: <laughs> well, you, need to, you need to. If you're in here, you need to get there. Um, And then very cleverly, he calms the taste buds down with the most amazing Lassi, which is 100% authentic as well. Um, You drink it from a straw, which is made from the inside of corn as opposed to plastic. Um, So there's this complete and final um, experience of India before we then cleanse the palate and take you to the next country on the list. Uh, we don't want to reveal too many secrets, but each one of the courses is completely unique and uh, very, very exciting. Um, and Tristan's done a phenomenal job in putting that together.
0: He has really done a phenomenal job. Also, for all of you listening who are going to go and partake in this experience, in a lot of the courses, they'll bring a few little extras that are not very obvious all the time, although you guys do inform us of them. Taste them. Like in the one course, there were three little um, bags, like little treasure bags. And inside them, there were pistachios and little dried fruits. And it, it was really lovely. I tasted everything, everything that was put in front of me, I tasted and it was delicious. Um, the other thing that I do want to touch on, and I do want to really commend you guys on, is that as a vegetarian, I often find it hard when I dine out and you completely catered to the vegetarians. I had a real fantastic array of foods, like lots of different options in every meal that were for vegetarians. Was that that something that you guys very consciously tackled?
1: So yes, uh, Susanna, we know that obviously we need to appeal to many different tastes. It is always difficult when you are a pop-up with a very small kitchen and uh, possibly not all the facilities that would be available in an ordinary, you know, ordinarily available in kitchen to, to produce to everybody's individual and unique uh, tastes and requests. But there are definitely um, those that we know we need to, um, to service. And we do supply um, a vegetarian option We obviously do cater for pescatarians. We also are trying to look after our halal and kosher um, requirements as well in terms of supplying only halal and kosher meat, which is produced or purchased from a butchery, which is both. Um, unfortunately, it's not wrapped or certified because of the way that we serve the meal in the props, etc. But it's definitely halal and kosher friendly. And then, just due to the huge demand um, from our Hindu um, guests, we've actually removed beef from the menu, um, which is not a major issue. It just made it a lot uh, easier for the kitchen to cope due to the volume of Hindu guests that were coming through. So we now serve instead of um, our Pop stickers in our Chinese course being beef, we now serve a vegetarian option with soya. Um, the samosa has also been changed to a lamb samosa as opposed to a beef samosa. So we try to accommodate um, as many different uh, requests as possible. Um, some of the requests are quite strange that come through. Obviously, sure. and, um, accommodate every single one of them, but because of the way the food is plated up, you could actually leave out a portion of anything that you didn't find favourable, and it wouldn't affect your overall dining experience at all. So where we can, we try. Where we can't, um, the guest is uh, able to select what they would like to eat, what they wouldn't like to eat, and it really, really doesn't um, disrupt their dining in any way whatsoever. Um, what I can say is that you need to attend the event hungry you certainly yes. won 't need to stop for a takeaway on the way home um, I always challenge I always challenge people when they arrive. you know I do a bit of a welcome uh, and greet meet and greet when uh, the champagne's been poured at the beginning of the meal um, in the lounge and I walk around and people are always very concerned about whether they're going to go hungry. And I always say, if they can uh, eat a takeaway or if they feel that they can eat a takeaway at the end of our production, I'm prepared to pay for it. Um, and I stand by that. I don't think there are many that have uh, left us hungry.
0: I don't think anybody could leave you hungry. There is such an abundance of food. It is fantastic. I was stuffed and I was, I was so full and I was still eating because it was so delicious. Um, it, it was absolutely spectacular. So for those of you listening, Dinnertime Stories is happening. La Petite Chef, um, walking in the footsteps of Marco Polo, one of the greatest explorers of our history. Um, it's happening in Johannesburg at the moment in Sandton. And you can book tickets on CompuTicket. You can jump onto CompuTicket and book tickets. They are also on Instagram. And um, are you on Facebook as well, Paul?
1: Yeah, we have a very big Facebook following, and what's really nice for the Cape Tonians um,
0: that
1: we <coughs> be up to Johannesburg, with us. Uh, the quarterman is running a phenomenal dinner bed and breakfast special. Um, the pricing is crazy. I don't know how they've managed to get it so low, but when they say the dinner bed and breakfast, the dinner is obviously an entry into dinner time stories. So you would arrive in Johannesburg, you would come. To for the most phenomenal experience at dinner time stories. You would meet little Liberty chef, and then after having amazing wine pairing, you'd be able to just walk a couple of passages to your bedroom where you'd get the most phenomenal overnight stay. And if you can still eat the next morning, breakfast is included in the package as well. So that's a great option for our Capetonians. Other than that, just come and visit us. It's, it's something that you really, really don't want to miss
0: you absolutely do not want to miss it and as all of my listeners know i love to share so when i find something that i love i like to share it with you guys so i've convinced paul to give us two tickets two dinner time stories and two lucky guests will be getting two complimentary experiences of this absolutely divine dining experience i will put the competition details on facebook and on Instagram so that you guys can enter. Um, But Paul, thank you so much. Thank you for your time and your insight. What a lovely experience. Congratulations on bringing it to South Africa. And I wish you all the best going forward. Is there anything that we've missed out that you maybe want to say to our listeners before I let you go?
1: Susanna, just to let them know where they can actually take a look at all of this, obviously on the website, which is dinnertimestories.co.za. So that's dinnertime stories.co.za. CompuTicket is our ticket partner of choice. So anybody who would like to book tickets to see the show, they are available on CompuTicket. Perfect. I lost you there, Paul. Capetonians. And yeah, the competition details. Um, definitely two tickets, two time stories, inclusive of wine pairing, oh. and, inclusive and inclusive for our Capetonians, an overnight stay at the Quartermain Hotel.
0: Ah, oh, that is fantastic.
1: So it's the complete package. All they need to do is obviously organize their, um, their lift or their airfare <laughs> to, to Sanchon. It's very easy to get to the Quartermain on the Chow train as well. So, the hotel does have a complimentary shuttle straight from the how train station in Santin through to the hotel and back again. Um, it's not a difficult feat, guys. You need to enter this competition. You need to see this. Um, be the first of the Cape to actually have the experience and take it back
0: amazing 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 thank you so much paul and thank you to all your partners um for making this competition possible i know that two very lucky winners yeah. will be absolutely loving it do you want to do a shout out to any of your partners you know Oh, you, you've broken up there. So I'm going to wait for you to get back and then I'm going to ask you to do a shout out to your partners because I do think it's so important, guys. We have these, um, these amazing productions and it really is the partners that help bring down the costs. And so I think it really is important to thank the sponsors, the partners that come on board that allow these things to happen. Paul is back with us. Um, Paul, do you want to give a shout out to your partners?
1: Susanna, yes, I think one of the things that we've neglected to mention to anybody who purchases a ticket is that Air France have sponsored two return air tickets to Marseille, is the village in France that the little chef comes from. So anybody who purchases a ticket to Dinnertime Stories automatically enters the competition. Um, we are going to be drawing the first of our prize winners excuse me, on, uh, on air with one of our radio partners in Johannesburg of July. Um, if you do attend the show opening you go know, to Paris. Oh dear, we've
0: lost Paul again. Um, he was saying that they're going to do the draw in July and then we lost him there and um, the competition winners I think you said will be flown to Paris?
1: They're flown to Paris and then they take an onward journey to Marseille which is the little seaside village that uh, Le Petit Chef actually launches the show from. Um, yeah. If you miss out on the draw for the 29th of July do not worry we do have more tickets that we will be giving away again after we've had another run so uh, anybody who purchases a ticket for august production you too will stand a chance of winning tickets to Paris.
0: amazing 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 paul (laughs) and the crowd goes wild (laughs) (laughs) fantastic paul thank you once again for joining us on two oceans vibe radio for all of you listening out there i will put all the competition details On my Instagram and Facebook and of course I will be tagging La Petite Chef and um, you can win this amazing experience it's a dining experience plus an overnight stay in a beautiful hotel in Stanton and for those of you listening who want to buy tickets buy your tickets now it is sold out so quickly because it is such a fantastic dining experience so book your tickets And you will be entered into a competition that could send you to Paris, the beautiful, beautiful city of love. So stay tuned. I will be back in just a second. But thank you again, Paul, and thank you to all your partners. And for all of you listeners, stay tuned. I'll chat to you in just a sec.